Iowa everywhere. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey guys, a little bit of a somber podcast here today, but a fun one as well. Uh, if you've been listening to me over the years or, or whatever, uh, you know how much I loved Mike Leach. He's one of my favorite sports figures of all time. Coach Leach at Mississippi State uh, passed away this morning at the age of 61 years old. Now, why, why, Chris, have you been such a Mike Leach fan over the years? Well, a lot of it goes back to, you know, a lot of it goes back to my upbringing in this business. And you look at the people who were influential on you. And, and for me, one of the most influential guys on me in, in my upbringing was Dan McCarney. Dan McCarney is a good friend of Mike Leach. And uh, I just remember back in the day, Mac telling me, uh, you know, privately and in press conferences, just how great this guy was. And I always just paid attention to him. I grew up in a time where uh, we didn't have Twitter. But these random YouTube videos would surface of Leech, and I just like, oh my god, this guy's the most entertaining human on the planet. Uh, my favorite thing about Leech, I think, is not just his wit and humor and just who he was. I love the fact that he was always off the beaten path. He did it his own way, and he did it in a way that is so unique that it cannot be mimicked. You can't try and um, replicate Mike Leach. He was Mike Leach. You knew exactly what to expect out of him. And um, and in the same token, you had no idea what was coming. And that's what I loved about the guy so much. On top of that, just a brilliant, brilliant football mind who changed the sport that we all love for the better. And I wanted to pay tribute to him today by bringing on his good friend, Dan McCarney. I uh, always loved talking to Coach Mack. Uh, as you can imagine, Coach Mack was awesome here, talking about his dear friend Mike Leach. So enough of me rambling. Here is my 20-minute uh, conversation with the icon Dan McCarney uh, on the death of Mike Leach. Coach, Coach Dan McCarney joins me. And, Coach, one of the first things, you know, I, I grew up in this business – uh, attempting to cover your program. I didn't really know what I was doing back in the day, but I always kind of just took your word for things. And I remember uh, Texas Tech was coming to town and you were uh, telling a description of your friend, Mike Leach, and you uh, just such admiration in the way that you talked about him. And I wanted to get you on today to, to remember a guy who, man, a lot of people really, really love Mike Leach. So first of all, coach, sorry for your loss, pal. How are you? Yeah, good, Chris. I, you know, it, it just the, the sadness of everything and the, the suddenness of everything, that's the thing that makes it so hard. And um, the older you get, the more you, you have to do these things. And, and when people are gone, it's, you know, it, it's, you're remembering people. That's kind of easy to do. 
you do it every day. You do it all the time. It's the missing the people when they're gone. It's the heartache that never goes away. And that's, that's sure that's the way it's going to be over time here with Mike Leach. But I was proud to call him a friend. Anybody that ever knew him or played for him or coached with him uh, would say the same thing. And, you know, Chris, you go through your life. I was thinking about it. You know, you hear this all the time. I do. You hear these kind of things and you see it on TV and radio and uh, uh, text messages and social media. Who would, hey, if you had three guys, three people, <laughs> men or women that you'd like to sit down and have a beer with, who would it be? I, I, I got to imagine that Mike Leach would be on countless, countless lists of people that would just like to sit down and have a beer with a guy because he was so entertaining, so talented and brought so much to life, not only to football, but to life every day. Yeah. No doubt. Coach, did you, so he has his background. I'm just, here's why I'm so, I'm such an admirer of his because he started, he started off at Iowa Wesleyan and him and Hal Mummy and just, uh, uh, there's a great book about it that I've read. Uh, got to interview him a couple of times when he uh, played Iowa State in the Alamo Bowl a few years ago. And I've just, I have been, so enamored with his life, the unique way that he lived it. I'm curious, did you know him back when he was in Iowa or was it the big 12 stuff where you got to know coach Leach? Yeah. My, the first time I got to meet him and know him was when he was on Bobby Stoops staff at Oklahoma. And, uh, and that was the first time and just real impressed. And Stoops, he told me this guy's going to be a head coach. He won't be with me for long. Bobby and I've been friends for a long, long time back to our Iowa days uh, back in the late seventies. And he said, he won't be with me long. He said, he's a hell of a football coach and he's a freaking beauty. I remember Bobby <laughs> said, he's a beauty. And, and once you meet him, you could sure tell that, but how many guys, this is a, this would be a, one of those, uh, uh, details you'd have to look up one of those trivia contests, one of those trivia questions, Chris, but how many division one head football coaches, power five head football coaches never even played the game of football. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Not only, not only didn't play it, um, but then the success that he had in places that uh, they sure weren't football factories and they're not the greatest towns in America to recruit to. And that's why we had a lot in common. I think we really enjoyed because he always enjoyed the underdog role. I did too. Um, he had his own style, but, but what a phenomenal football coach. What a phenomenal person. And uh, we'll be really dearly, greatly missed by all of us that knew him. So, I mean, he, he coached in a lot of other spots, but he's best known for Texas Tech, Washington State, and currently um, as the head coach at Mississippi State. And one of the things that I love about Leach is here's a guy who talent-wise could be anywhere. He could probably coach in the NFL. But he, he's, a, he's always at these kind of off-the-beaten-path type jobs, and he wins everywhere. What is it about Leach that makes him so perfect in, in that type of a role? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. First of all, he, he has an incredible understanding of the game, and 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 uh, it, it's been well documented. You see coaches on game day, and they have these big, huge calling car uh, game day uh, game sheets, and they're hanging from their waist, and they're up in the box, and they're on the sidelines, and NFL and college. And he had an index card, a freaking index <laughs> card, Chris, that he called the game from, but he kept it simple, but yet it was still complex. Um, but he loved his players. He didn't want anybody that touched the program near the program around the program to wherever he was, but especially those three places you talked about uh, that touched the program was a part of it. They didn't believe they were going to win. He didn't give a damn who it was, how much of an underdog, where they played him. It didn't matter. All that stuff just didn't matter. 
we're going to win and we'll find a way to win. Trust me on this. And, and uh, his approach was unique. It was rare. Uh, I don't think, you know, going into his first, I can, I can only imagine I was never there at his first head coaches meetings in all those three places. Probably some of the players walked out of there scratching their heads going, what the hell just happened? What was that? Because it was so unique and so different and his approach was so different. But all it took was time to get the mutual respect and the love and the, and the admiration and the belief that yes, and the confidence, we will win. Follow my lead, follow my plan, and we'll win here. I remember the one year, my last year, uh, next to last year at Iowa State, Chris, we're down at the Houston Media Days <laughs> in Houston, Texas. Because we'd always move the media days. The media days were always where the Big 12 championship was going to be played. That year it happened to be in Houston. Little did we know in 2005 we'd be going back with a team and playing TCU in the Houston Bowl. But I, for, I remember this like it was yesterday. We get through with all the stuff in the interviews. It's a long day for coaches and players, and nobody's looking for a pat on the back. But it's a long, <laughs> long, long day. And I go up to so we went in to have a couple cold ones. And I go, Leisha, I said, by the way, who are you opening with this year? And he looked at me, and this wasn't for show or fake. He goes, hell, I don't even know. He reaches in his back pocket, pulls out his billfold, gets out this Texas Tech schedule card to see who he opened with. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even sure. <laughs> he goes, what are you doing now? I said, I'm going to fly back. I said, we're in the middle of staff meetings. And, uh, you know, we're on the just on the verge of getting into two-a-days into camp. I said, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm taking my wife. We're going to Key West for about the next six days. He said, that, those damn meetings are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal. So Mike Leach, it's just so much Mike Leach when you, when you hear him and be around him and understand him and, and uh, really enjoy him. Well, and he, it's one of the things, too. It's where I almost wonder, Coach, if, if coaches today could take something from that, right? Because, like, Leach, I always wondered, how does he know so much about everything? Right, because you'd ask him a question, and then he'd he'd take it off on some other tangent, and then you realize quite quickly how brilliant the man was because he has such a depth of information. And that story that you just told, he's like, "No, I'm going to go with my wife for for six days," and it just you know how coaches are today. Like that, that seems crazy that that you could leave and and actually live a life. But I feel like Leach. Of all you guys, probably did that about as well as anybody, right? Because he had so many different interests. And he, I, I always found myself going, how does Leach have time to learn about stuff like this? Yeah, but, but, he, but he did, and he was brilliant. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, when you interviewed him, I, I've heard it, and I know this firsthand from being around him. And I've listened to him, and we're sitting around in those meetings in Big 12 and Honor. And uh, we had many Big 12 meetings out in Colorado Springs every year when we got together out there. And you're around him, and you listen to him. We'd have head coaches meetings. Listen to this one now, Chris. I was thinking about that this morning. We had head coaches meetings. It was head football, head bat, men's basketball, head women's basketball, all the bowl reps, all the TV people, all the athletic directors. You talk about some of the most powerful people in all the college, college athletics gathering together. And the most important meeting that they always told us that you we were going to be at was once the football coaches got through with their two and a half days of meetings and the athletic directors got through with their two and a half days of meetings, then we'd get together for a head football coaches and an athletic directors meeting. Well, first of all, you're not going to be late. And then second of all, you're not going to walk in there like Mike Leach did. Well, he never was on time for one of those meetings. He'd walk in about 15 to 20 <laughs> to 30 minutes. First thing he'd do was go over and grab some coffee and then sit down. And he'd usually have a T-shirt and blue jeans on when he walked in. It was his style. That's what it was. He didn't yeah. care. Uh, and, and yet 
he, he knew um, that these things were really important, but there wasn't any mad rush and he wasn't going to get so caught up. There wasn't anything regimentary, you know, that there, there was, uh, he was a real regiment about everything. Um, he was a little bit loose, loose handed, obviously, but there's no question. He had to have been so much fun. Once those players got to know him and trusted him, he had to have been so much fun to play for. I remember the year, uh, Chris, that he came in and with Texas Tech and Cliff, King, Cliff Kingsbury's the, the quarterback um, from uh, uh, Texas Tech. He's now the head coach of the Phoenix Cardinals. It's the year that Seneca makes the run that oh, yeah. was one of the great history of college football. And I, on the field up there, I come out beforehand and he's got a, it looked like a, it looked like a uh, Gatorade bottle, but there's no Gatorade in there. It's like greenish chalk colored stuff. And I go, what the hell is that, Leecher? What are you drinking? He goes, I don't know. My my training staff wants my my nutritionist and training staff want me to be a little more healthy, so they gave me this to drink every day. <laughs> he didn't know what the hell it was, but he was drinking it out there pregame, you know. But he was well schooled. He was well read. There were so many things about him, and uh, uh, I've heard it many times, but it was the truth. And somebody's interviewing him. You know, there's so many interviews that are dry. They're not very creative. They're not very exciting. Uh, it'll, it'll, you know, it's like watching paint dry, listening to somebody interview. But with you or Mike Leach, um, not very. He might answer your question. He might not. But he's going to get on some other uh, subjects just as fast as you possibly can. Okay, so that that's funny because now Mac, uh, a lot of these kids, these I, I kind of feel like the old guy in in my industry now, and Leach. It's like um, he's got an incredible following because of social media, because these these young reporters will, you know, they're they're running their cameras or their cell phones or whatever. And Leach will go off on one of these great tangents that that you're taught that you're referencing. And I'll, I'll see these kids in their like mid 20s and they're like, oh, my God, this guy's the greatest thing in the world. We've never seen anything like this. And I'm. I'm always thinking to myself, no, I remember like, Leach has always been doing this. We did, we just didn't have social media. I remember one time he, it was at a Big Twelve Media Day in Kansas City, and he went off for about 20 minutes talking about uh, this great turf guy that he knows out in Oregon, and he was try, he was talking about like all the different types of turf. Um, but right, like he he's always been this guy. It's just now, I'm, I, it is kind of neat that this whole new generation is has kind of gotten to know him and and his wit that way. Yeah, and it just you never knew what to expect. And that's what was so fun. It's the, what you saw publicly in the interviews and people that see this and see him on the sidelines and see him in the game. Uh, one long one one of recent, you know, one of the interviews you get to see a lot of these games, and afterwards he's lecturing the <laughs> sideline reporter lady about getting married and how to do it, and all. I mean. <laughs> He wasn't doing it for entertainment. That's just his personality. And he didn't care if two people were listening or two million. That's just who he was. And that's what made him so unapologetically fun to be around and enjoyable. And But at, at the heart of all of it, he loved the game of football. He loved his players. He loved his coaches. He wanted to make people look silly that sold him short. Um, when there were really, uh, you know, incredible odds against him, he just made, he loved it. He just, every time he made somebody look silly with predictions and, and things that they couldn't do at all those places he coached at, he just giggled inside and sometimes giggle on, in public and giggle in front of the cameras. He, he, made, he, he loved doing that. And um, it's only fitting that the last game that he coached 
against Mississippi, the Egg Bowl, one of the you know great, fantastic SEC rivalries. He was an underdog. They weren't supposed to win that game, but somehow, some way, he found a way to do it. And uh, that was really the, I, I think, one of the many legacies he left is that just bring out the best in everyone around you. Let's have fun doing it along the way. We're not going to do it like everybody else does it. I don't give a damn how this person did it or that person did it or this person did it. We'll still find a, a way to win, but follow my lead and my system and my plan, and we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. Yeah, no doubt. And it's, it's, um, it's a deal, Coach. I, I always – wanted to see Leach in the SEC. We got to see it for a little bit, but it, it's just from the football side of this, obviously there's a lot more at play today, but I'm, I'm disappointed because I feel like he was finally getting that that thing ramped up and we were going to see a hell of a rivalry between he and Lane Kiffin and, and watching that thing grow. Uh, final, final thing I have for you, Coach, is looking back in your career, um, his – where would you rank Leach as being, uh, as far as being an influential coach of, you know, your kind of era? Because it feels to me like him and Mummy, and then you can even take it another step and go. Well, I mean, the Bryles, you throw him in there with the Texas seven on seven stuff, but you throw, you know, mix all that up. I just feel like Leach, in in the back of my mind, is one of the more influential guys in football in the last like. 20, 30 years based off of, you know, the copycat factor. Would you agree with that? Oh, a thousand percent, Chris, a thousand percent. And you don't, you don't have to uh, agree with or respect or enjoy his style. Maybe you don't like that as a football coach or a football fan or a football player. I loved it. I appreciate it. I respected it, but he's one of the most impactful guys. I'm 69 years old. I mean, he's one of the most impactful guys in my lifetime that I've ever seen impact the game on the field and off. And then, you know what, teach all of us lessons. Um, you know, you want a chip on your shoulder. You want to fight for your brother. You make no excuses. You make history together, which he did all those things. But whatever time we have on this face of the earth, let's have some fun too. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to smile. It's okay to enjoy. It's okay to think outside the box. It's okay to, to laugh your butt off now and then. Uh, in Leacher's case, he was a Mormon, but he always called himself a Jack Mormon. He told me many times, Mac, you know, I'm a Mormon, but I'm a Jack Mormon. That's why I got this mouthful of chew that I got going all the time. <laughs> and and, and he, he'd enjoy the cocktails with the best of them. Um, but he just it left such a great impression with so many people. And when you're gone and long gone and it's your time and you move on and this, we're all going a thousand miles an hour and uh, – and but will people remember? Will they uh, appreciate? Will they respect uh, Mike Leach as a coach and his impact on the game of college football? Absolutely, yes, no question about it, Chris. Well, Mac, I appreciate it. I I always love catching up with you. I wish it was on a, a better term today, but we'll do a we'll do a fun one again sometime soon. All right, friend. Chris, thanks for paying tribute to Mike Leach, one yeah. of the great ones. Well, I he, he is. He is. You, I'll always remember, Coach. I don't, you, I don't know if you probably won't remember this. You had a million press conferences. But you, you, you got asked something about Leach one time, and you referred to him. You go, he's a dandy, guys. He's a dandy. And I've always remembered you saying that. He's a, he's a dandy. And uh, they can put that on his headstone, and everybody that knows him would sure understand it. Thank you, sir. Always appreciate your time. Appreciate it, Bye-bye. That's the great Dan McCartney right there, uh, remembering his friend uh, Mike Leach, who 
the college sports world lost today, and it's just a, just a bummer of a day. 61 years old, way too young. Uh, thanks to Coach Mack for joining me. I hope you guys have enjoyed that trip down memory lane. Iowa everywhere.